Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Bob Nightingale, and you're listening to The Jake Brown Show. Wendy Williams. It was fake. She made it look easy. Piece of cake. Publicity stunt, now she was faking. Man, you know that she was flaking. She fell over, lucky like a clover. Got the ratings up, then she bent over to the ground. That's where she fell. Wendy, man, you're going to hell. Okay, I'm done. Welcome to the Jake Brown Show, CBS Radio's Radio.com Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts right now, and subscribe on Spotify. Follow me at Jake Brown Radio on Twitter. Follow the show at Jake Brown Show. A lot of sports to get into. The World Series, the greatest game in baseball history on Sunday that went into the night past 1 a.m. Jay Jai is on his way to the Eagles for a fourth-round pick. The Eagles are all in. On a potential Super Bowl now with a 7-1 record. And uh, the trade deadline is here. Game 6 tonight in Los Angeles. The Dodgers try to even this series up. And you know what? All the momentum is on the Astros' side. But there's back to L.A. now. The Dodgers got a shot. We'll get into that. And uh, the weekend football that was... But people are buzzing right now. People on Facebook Live are watching. Make sure you like us on Facebook because of the fact that Wendy Williams is trending on Twitter. And Wendy Williams fainted as she was in a Statue of Liberty costume. She's live on air. She falls over. You can't see the video, but we'll, I'll play it from my computer just so you can you can hear what happened. Um, unless Pat, you want to you want to you want to play it the thirty three second video. And remember, I laugh my ass off at this because it's funny. She came back in the air. If if something was seriously wrong and she was in the hospital, I would be talking about this and laughing about it because that's that's screwed up. But this really happened. And her facial expression, whatever happened, is kind of funny. Uh, And her reasoning saying the costume was overheated was funny. Let's play the video. How you doing? Halloween uh, costume contest. We do it every year. It's always a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first caress. A stunt. I'm overheated in my costume and I did pass out. But you know what? I'm a champ and I'm back. Listen. Overheating, come on. The way she fell over and her facial expression. 
Pat, that was funny, right? Like, it, it, I, I kind of agree with the one the one viewer who said that they caught her when she said the first caress. It was almost like she caught herself making a mistake and didn't know what to do and froze and then just fell down. Like almost was like, how do I get out of this? I messed up. Let me. It fall seemed down. like she like, actually stumbled though. Like, right. But I well, don't think it was a stumble. Like she made a mistake. There was there was something wrong with her. But that's but the thing, like you said, like if, if the costume made her overheat and she was too hot and she had hyperthermia, like why not change and be yeah. like, the host just fainted, guys. She'll be back in 20 minutes. Change. Get out of the costume. The fact that she stayed in the costume makes you think it wasn't Yeah, and Facebook Live is saying she needs to retire and take it easy. She's too old to be getting into drama and gossiping. Wendy, go retire. Get a villa in Capri Sun and chill somewhere. Yeah. It's just for the those who said, "Oh, don't joke about this." What if this was your mama? Like, she came back on the air a couple of minutes later. Uh, she took it too much off to medicate everything. Would come why she felt something on her face. Yeah, something was up. I don't know if she was on drugs or medicating or something, <laughs> but. If you buy that it was overheating, you're a sucker. Her face is so damn funny in this video when she falls. This is obviously already a gif. Like, oh man. I mean, are the ratings that bad right now on Wendy Williams that she needs to do this? I mean, listen, I've basically been unemployed six months, and I haven't turned on Wendy Williams. I've been watching Let's Make a Deal. Price is right. Catfish. But I sure ain't turned on Wendy Williams. But if Wendy Williams is going to do that every day, hell yeah, I'm tuning in. I will watch Wendy Williams every day. <laughs> if, she, if she goes, like, it was like Frankenstein. It's perfect. Halloween. Happy Halloween. And this is my costume, folks. This day in the life of Jake. The backwards hat, the Knicks jersey. The Knicks are winning a three straight after going 0 3. They look great. Christoph Porzingis is literally an MVP candidate. But Wendy Williams is your Halloween MVP. She scared us all right. But she also provided some laughs. Her ratings are better than yours. Of course they are. She's rich. Why even make that comment? That's like... That's like saying... I don't know. That's like saying freaking Richard Bronson has more money than me. Like... Right? Her ratings is better than yours. <laughs> oh, man. Wendy, I hope you're good. But, yeah, man, Melba's commenting. It just seems so staged to, one, do on Halloween. Two, leave the costume on after. If you're overheating, do you have a Bill Clinton mask or something you could put on? This is a must-talk-about subject. For those 
I mean, who didn't laugh at it? Listen, a great costume this Halloween is some millennials and us people being soft and offended by things. And if you're offended by this, then, I mean, that, that describes our generation these days. Can we just call Oprah even Tyra and tell them to come back to daytime talk show? Because, yeah, Oprah, come back, baby girl. Come on. Tyra Banks, get back at it. You don't overheat and keep the costume on and then continue the show. And then, and, and you know the fact that she started when she came back saying it wasn't a publicity stunt makes it more of a publicity stunt. Like, you, you're going to put her in her lady, a Lady Liberty outfit and feign a live TV. You better darn believe that I'm going to laugh my ass off. I'm going to LMAO all day long. <laughs> the screenshot of her face when, when she's like falling, she's like, My question is, how does a costume overheat? Is there a heater built inside of Lady Liberty that we don't know about? I wear things and get hot all the time. I'm a fat guy. Like, we get hot. We sweat. But a costume? Fainting? Something's wrong with her. And I hope she's okay. Listen, I hope... Whatever she's doing, like, I, I hope she she didn't have, like, a mini stroke. Like, I hope she's, her future health is fine. Like, I, I have nothing against Wendy Williams. I would never, I've seen her show before, and it's, to me, it's almost unwatchable. But you better darn believe I'm going to watch if you're fainting like that. Right? Every show. That should be Wendy Williams' shtick in the end of 2017 here, heading into 2018. Every show, find a new way to faint and a new excuse how you fainted. And your ratings will will make Pix11. Is that what? I think that's she's on Pix11. We'll make it watchable every day. I'll watch her all the time. I got the time right now. Why not? Um... And I see tweets, if you're making a joke about it, you're trash. Hey, sure we could be wrong that she was actually overheated or something was actually wrong. We could be wrong, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit it, I was wrong. But if you don't laugh, Pat, like you don't have a sense of humor because it's, it's funny to watch go down. Because of her face, her eyes, and then her falling over. It seems like she's got an earpiece in. They're like, all right, backtrack, backtrack, back, 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 back. Okay, fall down now. Boom. Like, and she legit looked disoriented. She did. <laughs> I could literally watch this all day, though. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I... I am here for Wendy falling. Right, Pat? Like, I'm here for it. I think the first thing you have to ask, is she okay? Obviously, she's okay. Then you laugh. As long as she's okay, it's okay to laugh. 
Yeah. Right? No one's hurt. She's not hurt. So let's laugh at it. Guys. Right. I'm going to keep saying it over and over. If it overheated, why is she still wearing the costume? And she was able to come back right after. Listen, she's got to finish the show. So even if she wasn't feeling great, she's probably got to finish it. Because what are they going to do? You have a TV time slot, and they're not going to have. They don't have a backup to fill right in in case something goes wrong. But if she was seriously hurt, uh, she probably would have went off. But the, I don't know. They don't have like, all right, we need someone to fill in for Wendy here. You have to fulfill that time slot. On this study, you're not gonna th- you're not gonna throw an old episode of Shears on Pix Eleven, <laughs> like, like you're not gonna put Seinfeld. Uh, we take a break from this uh, interruption. We're gonna go to Seinfeld because Wendy Williams is headed to the hospital. Maybe it was a stunt double, Wendy Williams stunt double. Her eyes were bugging. That, like, that, like, if she does not get an Academy Award, we'd like to present Wendy Williams with the Academy Award. What's what's the Emmy Awards? What's the TV? We're, we're going to give, we're going to give Wendy Williams the Emmy for best daytime television stunt. Here you go. Wendy. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for this award. I'm honored to have won an Emmy for my daytime talk show. Um, Oh, man, I got overheated. Oh, sorry, guys. I was overheated in my my jersey costume. Guys, I'm good. Sorry. I'm going to enjoy this prestigious award for a great show. I think we should get off this subject. But we got a lot of people watching who want to hear about Wendy Williams. I think the 64 people on Facebook Live right now would rather hear about Wendy Williams than other things. But there are other things going on. Trade deadline. We do talk sports here. That's usually, But that, I can't stop watching this. Jay Jai, the running back, was traded for a fourth-round pick. The Eagles are 7-1. and one. The Eagles are all in on trying to win a Super Bowl right now. That was not a Halloween prank. Wendy Williams, I think, was a Halloween prank. And I'm enjoying seeing people's comments because some people are saying you're wrong and then some people are saying Halloween prank and Nikki Andrews on fire here. Yeah, I think uh, Nikki Andrews is... Nikki Andrews having a blast. Shout out Nikki Andrews. if, If you take the costume off. Yeah, like take the costume off. So she, I mean, she. I know she got a wardrobe back there. I know she got a wardrobe, lady. Scariest thing I've seen happen to Wendy. You know what? It was definitely a sca- Halloween scare right there. Let's get Wendy Williams some 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 candy. Get her back on her feet. Let's get her a new costume. But Wendy. I present to you a Daytime Emmy Award. This is a dual Daytime Emmy and Academy Award for an incredible acting job in your celebrity, in your Halloween stunt, your Halloween publicity stunt. You've won a dual Academy and an Emmy. Do we have any other trophies in here? You got any more trophies? 
You know what? Will, will one of those masks fit on me if I put it on? Can we do that for Halloween? Can I try it? Does it come off? Yeah, it comes off. It comes. Does it come off? It comes off. Can I do the show wearing this? Will it fit on my big head though? Uh, Taz won't care, right? He'll never know. I don't think he'll know. This is what, this, this is what, this is what Wendy should have put on right here. You know what? Wendy should have put this on. Let's see if this thing comes off. Hold on, people. I don't think it fits you, my head. You may maybe want one that does that has a different back because that has to be there's loosened. Only, there's only two. We only got two options in here. Oh, uh, what? Are, oh, I got more here. Hold on. All right, everyone. You're listening to the Jake Brown Show, CBS Radio's Radio.com Podcast Network. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. We're going to get into sports. But right now, we're, we're going with what Wendy Williams could have worn if her costume was indeed overheated. She could have became a wrestler, and she could have did this. You're gonna have to take a picture of this, Pat. This is too. This this is literally my Halloween costume. All right, people. Here we go. Wait. Oh, damn. Thought he had a big ass head. This is how we're gonna do the rest of the show. You gotta get a picture of this. Right. I think it's hilarious. Hold on. Alright, Wendy Williams. <laughs> you should have worn. Alright. Let's make sure I don't get overheated today. Uh, I'm gonna do the show. I'm, I'm, I gotta breathe through this thing. I'm gonna. Hello, hello. Hello. All right, I'm going to breathe. Uh, welcome to... I just scared... I probably just scared some people. I don't want to overheat in this in this face mask here. I don't have any other costume. It is hot, though, man. I could see... If she was wearing this and she overheated, I could see, because my face is so hot right now. Like, there's a chance that I pass out. Let's make sure we drink some water. Wendy, note to you. Water. Ah, drink of water through that mask is hard. Um. Whew, she had a wig on. A, wi a wig is hot. I have no hair, so I wouldn't know. But I, I will not wear this mask much longer because my face is sweating right now. But this is amazing. Every Halloween, I'm going to do a show in a mask. You can't even see that my mouth is moving. This is so ridiculous. Like, this is too ridiculous right now. Should I talk sports now like this? Should I? Should I? I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying talking about Wendy with this mask on. It's hard to put words out because this thing's gonna rip off my face. All right, people, Jake Brown show. How's everybody doing today? Happy Halloween! I did not go out over the weekend celebrate Halloween. Uh, I'm probably God. This is so hot. My goodness, we're gonna try another one. Whew. Literally sweating. How do those guys wrestle? Maybe that? Wendy's right. She didn't have a mask on. After, after this, I understand now. Hold on. Do we have any other masks here? 
Let's see if we get this one on. Oh, you gotta get a picture of this one too. This thing is. Like, <laughs> that doesn't fit right. You gotta put that. All right. All right, Wendy. Here's another costume choice. <laughs> this is, this is crazy right now. We're we're hosting the Jake Brown show, just putting masks on from the studio that we're we're having. I did not bring any of these. These are, the former wrestler Taz does a show here, and Taz just leaves masks, and I'm just gonna wear them for the first time. Jay Jai is a member of the Eagles, folks. And Jay Jai is a running back who hasn't been that good this year. It was good last year, and he they got him for a fourth round pick. The Eagles right now are all in on a Super Bowl. They're seven and one. They just got Jay Jai. Put him with Legarrette Blunt. This team is solid. And this team is feared in the NFC because the NFC is not that great right now, and the Eagles have a shot to win this thing. Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the 49ers for a second-round pick, and the Niners finally get a quarterback. They realize, hey, we have no quarterbacks. Let's go get one. The Dolphins just don't care right now about winning. Okay, this mask is hot, too. My goodness. Oh, Man. I'm getting a fresh cut. Cleaned it all up. But the Dolphins you got to be scared if you're a Dolphins fan. You trade your running back. Jarvis Landry's on the block now. What are they going to do with him? It's an interesting situation in Miami because it's not like they're out of the race. I believe the Dolphins are 4-3, and three, and they're still alive, even though it's Matt Moore as quarterback. They're 4-3. and three. They're not done. But we can say this. The AFC, much better right now than the NFC. NFC, you're looking at the Vikings, the Eagles, Maybe the Seahawks or the Rams with the Packers and Rodgers going down with Zeke probably getting the suspension. I'm so confused by it. He may appeal it, but it looks like he might get it. So he may be done for six games, which would hurt them a lot. Eagles, Vikings, and that's it. We lost so many viewers because everyone cared about Wendy Williams. They don't care about sports, like which I understand. Thanks everybody for joining, um, but but I, I think I covered Wendy's and Wendy enough. Um, again, we gave her this prestigious award, prestigious, very prestigious award for her job. Well done, her acting job. Well done, her publicity stunt. Well done. So congrats, Wendy, on this. The Jake Brown Show offers you this award. It's a it acts as a dual Academy. And daytime Emmy. And that's that's a tough feat to do on one day. Your prior shows, eh, you stunk. Also, how about A-Rod, man? A-Rod, that story came out that the, when he went out with J-Lo, the first date, he didn't know it was a date. Once he kind of realized, he was went in the bathroom and texted J-Lo and said, you look sexy AF as... You know what? Um, so, I mean, you got to love that, man. J-Lo and A-Rod. A-Rod was nervous as hell. Had no idea it was a date. Once he realized he was single, 
they left that bar, and you know they they went up to the the mansion and made sweet love. Like, gotta give credit to A Rod sending the text in the bathroom, which is a little alarming that he sent that. It depends how long after he came out of the bathroom. Because if he was in there a little long, you know you might know what was going on with A Rod in the bathroom. Um. I'll put these on later. Uh, <laughs> live look at Wendy Williams. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. You know what? Let's try on the other mat. Shits and giggles. Domino's is here. God, bro, you need to work on your better pizza. I mean, you must live in the Midwest, somewhere that's not in New York. I'm gonna try not to overheat in this in this costume this time. These are hot though. Like I, I could understand maybe why she fell over. This thing is hot. Oh, oh this one you need a picture because you actually see my mouth. This is the Jake Brown show. I am Jake Brown. What is this? Hold on, we need we need our old friends here. We got a big crew. We got a big trio of people here to uh, host the show. Um, we're just, we're just, this is the most impromptu show of all time. I mean, this has just gone off the rails. Really has. And I'm sorry about that. I could probably go with this because I could move my mouth functionally with this on. Gotta love A Rod, man. A-Rod, he becomes more likable coming out of retirement. He really does. <laughs> These pictures are ridiculous. Um, spoken like a true New York. Yeah, man. The South, you're forced to dominate. It's a sad world down there. I, li I lived down there. I had a family down there. Um, but, yeah, so we were talking about Garoppolo, the Niners. Great deal for both sides. The Patriots are saying here, you know what, Brady, if he can play till he's 45, which it looks like, we're going to have him and we can't pay both quarterbacks. So why not get something for now, halfway through the season? Impressive that they did it halfway through. They get a second-round pick out of this, which is pretty good. I don't know if they would get a first. Listen, if I'm the Jets, I'd trade a second-round pick for him, but you don't know if the Patriots would do that deal within the division. I would. Why not? Wendy Williams for a second round pick. Do you do it? If it's Halloween, Wendy Williams, yes. Um, future Miami sports. I, I I think the Dolphins are in trouble, man. If Ajayi is on the Ajayi is on the move, not if they're in trouble. Jarvis Landry could be next. You you have a quarterback. To, I mean, Cutler's out. You're playing Matt Moore. You don't have a capable backup. You're hoping Tannehill comes back and does something next year. But you just traded away your running back. And their other options have been the backfield aren't great. Kenny and Drake and Damian Williams. I mean, they don't have guys in the backfield that are going to scare anyone. And without a run game, with a backup quarterback filling in, and Matt Moore is a backup quarterback. He's had times at Flash where he's been good, but never in a long stint of time. God, it's getting hot. Part of me wants to put the other one on. Just for 
part of me wants to people to like just coming in and out of here and just seeing me in different masks have got to be thinking what the heck is going on um but the 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 future is bleak in Miami. The future is not bleak in Philly because right now the Eagles have suddenly become the NFC favorite, and they're right there with the Chiefs. The Chiefs win again last night over the Broncos. Broncos for, for blah blah blah. I just had a Wendy Williams moment. Turn it over five times, and the Chiefs and the Eagles could be the teams we're talking about in the Super Bowl. I mean, how crazy is that? How crazy is that that we're talking about the Chiefs and the Eagles as Super Bowl contenders? That is amazing. That is something I would never would have thought. I also never would have thought that anything could top Game 2 of the World Series. And Sunday night said, hold my beer. Because that game, through the, through the night, I mean, into 1.30 a.m. that game went to. 1.30! Melba's leaving. Your grandbaby crying. Oh, got to take care of that. Thanks for uh, tuning in, Melba McDonald. Um, listen... You all get an award. You all get Wendy the one Wendy Williams Award today. Um, I wish Wendy Williams gave us content every week, though. Can you just faint every week, Wendy? That's got to become a shtick now. Just do it. Give the people what they want. Um, but the twist and turns in Game Five of the World Series, four to nothing, Dodgers. Astros look screwed. They come back off Kershaw. They don't walk Guriel. Guriel ties it. It's four four. Instead of walking Guriel, getting to the lefty, giving them more of a shot. You face him. Boom, Homer. Dodger fans are punching themselves in the face because you think, hey, he should have been suspended. He gets suspended for next season five games. Doesn't affect the World Series. And in my mind, on that suspension, I'll say this. Part of me likes that they didn't want to affect this series because of something stupid he did. He got a suspension. They did it when it counts less. And he'll still lose money for that suspension. But you don't really want to affect what has been a remarkable series and ratings for a, a stupid act. Racist act. It wasn't right for him to do the slanty eyes. He saw the dugout. He went like this. And it, it wasn't smart. It wasn't a smart thing to do. And he's learned from it, you would think. It affected the NBA Finals when Draymond Green was suspended. Deservingly so for the kick to the balls. But I, I like that baseball was kind of proactive in saying, you know what, he 100% should be suspended. But I don't know if he should be suspended for the World Series. He obviously would have learned his lesson a lot more if he was. But I I, I think you want to keep the series pretty fair. And it's been so good that if you lose a guy like that, maybe it's over now. That home run doesn't happen by Gurriel. His replacement probably doesn't hit a homer off Kershaw. It's tied and it's, what was it, 7-4 and then... 7-7, 9-7, 7-7, 9-7, you think it's over, 9-9. It was 12-9 heading to the ninth inning, 
And the Dodgers tied? Are you kidding me? 12-12 into the midnight hour on the East Coast? And then it goes to extras. Guriel was pinch run for. And they ended up winning on a single from Alex Breg- Bregman. L'chaim Mazel Tov to the Jewish hero Alex Bregman for winning it. That game, you make 30 for 30s out of that game. This series could be a 30 for 30, especially tonight if the Dodgers win it and send it to a game seven. And I think they're going to do it. I know Justin Verlander's pitching, and the storylines here are endless. Justin Verlander's going for his world's first World Series. They get him, he's been undefeated. And in honor of Notarelli watching, he's got to see the mask here. Um, <laughs> and now Carlos Beltran, also trying to win a ring. And how could you not root for Carlos Beltran? You got to. Beltran going for his first. Verlander going for a first. We'll see Kate Upton out there going for her first as a as a player wife. And the storyline is cool if the Astros win it. The Astros going for their first ever. The other end, the Dodgers. It's been almost 30 years now. Can Curtis Granderson, who's not even on the roster, get a ring? For a former Mets sake, Mets fan's sake here. Can Kershaw get one in the prime of his career? This Astros team is fun. The Dodgers have been so dominant this year. But does that run end? Does it end? The Astros have all the momentum. So part of me thinks uh, part of me thinks it ends tonight in LA. The other part of me thinks this series has been so ridiculous, so many comebacks and home home runs left and right that it's going to game 7. I say it goes to game 7. I say Rich Hill gets the job done for the Dodgers. The Dodgers hit homers. Cody Bellinger probably hits another homer. And who knows who the MVP is at this point? You think of the Astros win, it's Altuve. You think of the Dodgers win, it's Cody Bellinger, potentially. But who knows? Everyone has contributed. And the fact that made that game so great Sunday is that it was 25 runs combined. And it went till past 1 a.m. People were asleep. People missed it. Twitter was broken. They broke Twitter. It wasn't actually broken, but Twitter was in the process of breaking that night. Into the morning. And that game was literally a, a drama. Like, you you write a book about it. I've seen a lot of baseball games, and, and we live in the moment. I'm very much guilty of living in the moment and saying, this is the greatest, this is the greatest, this is the greatest. But the combination of how monumental that game was, the series is tied at two, going for game five, trying to take the series lead and send it to L.A., the fact that it's a World Series, period. The fact that 25 runs were scored. The fact that they came back in the ninth and there were multiple comebacks from both teams. The fact that it was so long. I think it makes it the greatest game in baseball history. I don't think you. it's a crazy thing to say that. Don't at me, as we like to say. I don't think it's wild if you call that the greatest game ever. 
Like, I'd love to hear an older person, Pat, not, like, older than you. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, 60s or 70s, just to see people have seen all these games. But that game, really, had all the makings of the best ever. And if the Dodgers win tonight, and if it's another dramatic game, and we go to seven games, this could turn out being the best World Series that we've ever seen. And I don't think that's crazy. I agree with you. I think it's been a great game. And that was a great game. It's been a great series. There's been a lot of drama. But there's been a lot of older people complaining about the scores being too high and that they prefer, they're more of the traditionalists and they prefer a pitcher's duel and they would take a one-nothing That's no- a bunch of baloney. A one-nothing game. And everyone's saying the balls are juice and stuff and Jose Canseco obviously had his tweets that were funny. But I want to see some homers. I like pitchers' duels. Pitchers' duels are fun, but like, what's wrong with these teams hitting great pitching? This is the World Series. We're seeing the cream of the crop, and I know it's about pitching and old school and stuff like that. But this is great. I'd I'd love to see a twenty-one to twenty game. And the Los Angeles Rams have defeated the Houston Texans twenty-one to twenty on this football game. It's fun. I see both sides of the spectrum. Pitchers duels, we see that all the time. We don't see what we're seeing now all the time. We don't see 13, 12 games. And I think we got to cherish it. We got to cherish this moment of just seeing hitters be hitters. I don't know. I think it's cool to see that dominant relievers like a Kenley Jansen are blowing it. It's cool to see dominant pitchers like Clayton Kershaw getting knocked around. Because it's like, wait, what? It's like it doesn't matter who's pitching that night. It matters who's hitting last. And the Astros took care of business. They won two out of three at home. They won one in L.A. And now they have to win one more in L.A. My gut says this is going seven. I can't see the Dodgers going down without a fight. And I said Dodgers is seven. I think the Dodgers are the better overall team. I think the Astros' bullpen is worse. But it's hard to say that after seeing some of these games. Dodgers bullpen has struggled. Jansen has struggled. Morrow had no Morrow. I mean, Morrow getting praise from Joe Buck is just hilarious. He gave a great effort out there. He gave up four runs and six pitches. So much for great effort. He was terrible. Sometimes Joe Buck, I mean, it's, it's crazy. This is getting hot. Let's breathe through here so we don't pull a Wendy. But it's going seven. And I'm excited to see game six tonight. We'll be in Philly tomorrow. Only my second time ever in Philly. The first time I had lunch with Coach Phil Martelli of St. Joe's. <coughs> I'm going to cough through this mouthpiece. Oh, man. Taz won't be happy. He'll never know, though. Um, I feel like I look better though. I'm ugly it's just my face um, but <laughs> are you watching this on Facebook Live are you just seeing this face yeah. um, <laughs> uh,
Sorry for that silence. We did not overheat our costumes. We were just trying hats on. Um, should be good. Uh, yeah, but Philly, probably going to get gyms, cheesesteak, go to the Sixers game at night, and let's just hope that I have some good news about the trip in a few weeks. That's the goal. Going to the game with someone from Twitter, and you got all of Twitter. You just tweet, hey, I'm going to Philly. Like, any Philly people want to go to the Sixers game, boom. Done. And it's cool. I'm not, I, w- I would probably, I honestly wouldn't have gone to the game if I was going myself. I would go back and watch a potential game seven of the World Series or watch cover the Knicks Rockets game. But if I'm in Philly, why not go to the game? I know it's Sixers, Hawks, whatever. Hawks are probably the worst team in the league. But you go to a city that you never go to. Tickets are like literally like $8. Why am I not going to go to the Sixers game? And the Sixers are fun to watch. That's $8 well spent. They just beat the Rockets last night. They almost beat them twice because they get lost in a buzzer beater last week. The Sixers are a cool team to watch. The Knicks have been cool team to watch. Three straight wins for the Knicks. And uh, they have turned this season around after Jeff Hornacek was about to get fired. The New York Knicks are now 3-3. Three and three. Christoph Porzingis is averaging 30 a game. He has five of the six games this season with 30-plus points. He's getting an MVP chance at Madison Square Garden, and it's not even November. Jared Jack has become an assist machine. He's going to get a roster spot. He's not guaranteed right now. Once Noah comes back, he'll probably stay. Ramon Sessions or Kuzminskis will get cut. Nilakina has not looked bad. He's made some shots. He's he's looked like a great distributor. Obviously, has a ton of work to do, but the Knicks are rolling, and likely they'll lose to the Rockets Wednesday. But they're competing and they're showing a fight, despite almost blowing a big lead yesterday. They're fun to watch now. After the first three games, were almost unwatchable. And I've been live tweeting them for at the Knicks blog on Twitter. You can check that out. Uh, but. It's been enjoyable to see them play team basketball, play defense, run up and down the floor. Porzingis looking just ridiculous, making shots from Queens. He's been fun. The Knicks are fun. Bob Nightingale is going to join us to talk about that World Series game and talk about the World Series. USA Today MLB columnist. Had him on before the season. We both predicted Mets Red Sox World Series. We both were pretty well off on that. And I'm curious to get his take on that incredible game on Sunday as we get ready for Game 6 tonight. So Bob Nightingale, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to catch the whole episode, including that Bob Nightingale interview. Some other news, the Browns might just trade suspended Josh Gordon. We'll see if he ever plays again. NFL won't suspend Kiko Alonso for that hit on Flacco, which was a vicious hit, and he should get at least a game suspension, honestly. I know he wasn't going for it, but that hit was so vicious. Definitely deserves a fine. Probably a one-game suspension. Looking like Zeke is going to sit out six games for the suspension, as he should. Can we just get it over with? Stop appealing. How many appeals is a guy going to get? I mean, enough's enough. 
I just want Zeke to sit already so we can stop talking about it, stop appealing. And that takes another team off the board of the NFC, you got to think. I mean, the Cowboys are sticking around 4-3 and three, that they could still definitely make the playoffs. But with the Saints playing incredible now out of no, after an 0-2 start, five straight, you got to think that the Saints are in that race too. Um, the Chiefs won, the Vikings won in London, we know. The Eagles dominated, as I said. The Panthers, I mean, the Buccaneers have just been awful offensively, and they lose 17-3. The Saints pulled it off. Mitch, I like, though. Mitch, I like. The Jets, uh, I mean, the Falcons fumbled a few times, but the Jets could have easily had that game. Catanzaro missed multiple field goals, and the Falcons escaped. The Falcons have just looked dreadful at 4-3, and three, honestly. The Patriots did not look good, but they escaped. The Bills are 5-2 and two in the playoff race. The Raiders' season is in shambles at 3-5. and five. You're worried about them. Bengals nearly lost my survivor and lost any hope of the playoffs, but they squeaked by by one over the Colts. The Seahawks-Texans was the game of the week. An offensive shootout. Deshaun Watson is king. He's rookie of the year. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I mean, I, he's one of my favorite players. I love the guy. I'm going to get his jersey probably. He, I love him. And I, it's it, you just have to be reminded every week that the Jets, the Browns, and the Niners all said peace to him. They all said, I don't want Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is lighting up the Seahawks defense in Seattle. And it's unfortunate that they blew that, that their defense sucked on that final drive, that Russell ran right up the field to win that thing. As I said, the Cowboys won. Uh, the Steelers beat the Lions as the Lions just couldn't get in the end zone. Steelers now 6-2, and and the Ravens won 40-0 to zip over the Dolphins in a terrible Thursday night game. All right, we got to run here. I enjoy. I hope everyone enjoyed the Wendy Williams show, aka the Jake Brown show. We had fun with that. We're, we're giving Emmy the dual Emmy and Academy Award. Congrats for your amazing, amazing publicity stunt, uh, Wendy Williams. Bob Nightingale, USA Today MLB columnist. He's live from Los Angeles right now. He's going to join us from LA to talk World Series. We get ready for Game Six of the World Series tonight. Give me the Dodgers in seven. Still, I'm still going to go with them. Uh, but I don't care who wins at this point. I just want good baseball. If we get anything as close to good as Game 5, should be a good one tonight and hopefully a good one tomorrow in L.A. as the Dodgers look for the first win in 29 years. The Astros look for their first win ever. Beltron looks to put the icing on his Hall of Fame career, put in the cherry on top, and get that first ring. Justin Verlander looking to do the same. Probably a Hall of Famer one day, along with Carlos Beltran. And they're both looking to just put that icing on the cake and put that bling on their finger. World Series, baby. It's, it's been tremendous. It's, as a baseball fan, you just root for good baseball. Our team isn't in, in it. The Mets are out. Mickey Callaway's the man in charge. He was at the Nick game last night. And we just want good baseball. Trade deadline we talked about. Ajayi to the Eagles. Just, Eagles have immediately become a Super Bowl contender. They get another running back to pair with LeGarrette Blunt, And they're dangerous. Garoppolo we talked about. Good trade for both sides. Niners finally have a quarterback now. They have to play C.J. Beathard. And the Patriots clearly believe that Tom Brady's got four or five years left. And while they can't pay both quarterbacks, you got to get something for him. And I think it makes sense for them to do that deal. Now, if Brady ever goes down, they're in trouble because who knows who's going to be their backup. But they'll worry about that when it comes, and 
it's the Patriots. Someone I'm sure will fill in with Bill Belichick at the helm and, and, and do well. Gabe Kapler, my Jewish hero. I had a funny email thing with him when I tried to book him on a show, and I said, hey, I'm Jewish too. I like, would love to have you on. And my friends will never let me see the end of the days on that, on my ESPN Radio New Hampshire show. I said, hey, Jew power, like would love to have you. I'm also Jewish if that helps you, if that makes you want to come on the show more. It was a ridiculous thing to say in an email to try and book a guest. And now Gabe Kapler is the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. How about that? All right, Bob Nightingale is about to join us. Thanks, everybody, for listening to The Jake Brown Show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Jake Brown Radio, at Jake Brown Show, and Instagram, all that jazz. Subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. The Jake Brown Show may not be going much longer. It could be in its final month, maybe two months, maybe less. You'll have to stay tuned to find out why or if. Coming up. Let's hope it's not, but we'll see. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. World Series Talk, coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome back to the second half of the Jake Brown Show, CBS Radio's Radio.com podcast network. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify as well. We talked about the ridiculous Game 5 of the World Series that went into the 1.30 a.m. hour about... And uh, joining us now from L.A., uh, Bob Nightingale, USA Today, MLB columnist, MLB Network insider. Uh, Bob, uh, how you doing, man? Yeah, doing great. Thanks, uh, Jake. Bob joined us before the season and previous the season, agreed with me on Mets versus Red Sox, and Bob, we could not have been more wrong. No, we had, at least we had, the, uh, we had the Red Sox making the playoffs at least, but yeah, the Mets were just a... Uh... You know, just a disaster. You know, all those injuries and everything else. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they bounce back next year. I, I hope they do. And I think Mickey Callaway is the man for the job to hopefully right the ship, and the Mets will have a lot to do. Uh, teams that don't have a lot to do played uh, Sunday in one of the more insane baseball games I'm sure you've ever, all of us have ever witnessed. I'm, I'm curious your take on. Uh, we live in the moment a lot and say this game's the greatest, this play is the greatest. But, I mean, it, it's not crazy to say that that game was the greatest game we may ever see. Well, uh, I'll say the most entertaining. I mean, it, it certainly wasn't the greatest. I mean, we've had some classics, uh, you know, with, with, with the, uh, Jack Morris pitching 10 innings and uh, being the Twins 1-0 over Smoltz, uh, you know, the game six with the, uh, the, Buckner, the Buckner game, Kurt Gibbs. You know, it's been a... a I think a lot have been greater games, but there hasn't been more of an entertaining game. I'll, I'll go with that. I mean, what was the atmosphere like being there? I, I just can't imagine the ups and downs and the fans and uh, you guys as writers having your story essentially written, I'm sure, multiple times and having to change it. I mean, for a journalist, that's got to be annoying. But, I mean, being there, the atmosphere just must have been unreal. Yeah, just a uh, – 
unbelievable, the uh, the fans. And the fans were standing their feet for the last couple hours of that game. And they were just emotional wreck. I mean, the Astros uh, came back twice from three-run deficits and twice blew three-run deficits. So uh, even the clubhouse afterwards, the Astros, just, the Astros were just kind of mentally exhausted. Uh, you know, there wasn't a big voice or celebration there. I think those guys were too tired to celebrate. Did you sense... Uh, how dejected the Dodgers were after the game? Did you sense a feeling like, oh, man, this is going to be tough to try and win two in L.A. now? Or do you think this team's going to bounce right back, win tonight, and possibly win tomorrow? I thought whoever won game five was going to win the World Series. So uh, I, I do believe the Astros will win it now. I mean, you got Justin Verlander. He's the best pitcher in the World, World Series. Uh, you know, it's the reason they got him. Now it's a chance to center, step on center stage. And I think, uh, you know, he pitches lights out. And I think to go to McCullers for the, uh, the save, whether it's two innings or three innings or even four if you have to. So I don't think they're going to worry about game seven. They're going to throw everybody tonight and try to close this thing out. So you're not confident in Rich Hill to get the job done, huh? Well, I think Hill's fine. I mean, Hill, Hill uh, pitched marvelous, and it was the Dodgers' fault for taking him out. Hill was great. I just think Berliner has a chance to be spectacular. And, and Berliner, obviously, the better pitcher. Just take us through what this would uh, this would mean, excuse me, uh, Bob, for both sides here. The Astros obviously looking for the first, Dodgers looking for the first in thirty years. I mean, kind of take us through the storylines and and what I mean, wh- what this means for both of these teams if they could find a way to get this done. Well, yeah, I mean, they uh, you know for the Dodgers, historic, you know, proud organization, just like the like the. Uh, like the Yankees, uh, you know, first one since '88, and the first time they've been there since '88, and they've won five straight division titles, but it never reached its point. So to them, it's always been World Series championship or bust. So if they lose tonight, or lose uh, if there's a Game Seven, uh, lose the World Series, they'll think the whole season was a waste. The Astros, the season was a great success just by reaching the World Series, but then you throw in the whole hurricane factor and the people that are homeless and lost everything, that just kind of, you know, up, uplifts the city tremendously that the, you know, to win the first World Series in the state of Texas history. Yeah, I think similar, the Yankees didn't win in 2001, but with 9-11 happening, you, you thought that a Yankee cha- championship would have uh, really changed things for that city. Uh, now Houston going through it. Um, who is the MVP right now? I mean, if the Astros win, does, is it Altuve? Is it Guriel? I mean, who do you give it to on both sides? Uh, def- definitely Altuve. Mm-hmm. Altuve's been spectacular. I mean, there's, there's going to be a question who wins the MVP in the regular season. I mean, the votes are in, but Altuve has just been so great a performer, never went to a slump like Aaron Judge did. So uh, Altuve's a definitely an MVP. The Astros win the World Series in uh Dodgers side, you know, I'm not sure. It just depends what happens. Bellinger, uh, maybe, I think. Yeah, but, you know, Bellinger was just awful the first, you know, up until uh, two games ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Bellinger would really have to have a monstrous last two games to win it because he, uh, you know, you're, start off the World Series over 13 with eight strikes. Yeah. So, <laughs> pretty tough to win the MVP off that. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers side, I, I can't even pinpoint someone who's going to win it. Obviously, Altuve on the other side. Uh, it's going to be and and how about I love the storyline Bob of uh, the potential of Carlos Beltran and Justin Verlander kind of putting the icing on the cake and the cherry on top to Hall of Fame careers if they could get a ring. Yeah, particularly for Beltran, this is it for him. He'll retire after this game, and uh, you know for him to go out a World Series champion, 
you know, that would that mean the world to him. Obviously, Berliner's going to keep pitching. You know, he's probably got, you know, a good five or six years left in him. So, big thing for him. But I think it would mean more even to uh, Beltron. Did you agree with uh, baseball's decision to suspend Gurriel next year and not do it in the World Series? I did, because uh, it's a five-game suspension. You know, I think it would just taint the whole World Series, and I think they didn't want to do that. I mean, they lost that game anyway. But say if Gurriel hadn't played, then say, well, could he have won the game with Gurriel? Then if the Astros didn't win the World Series, oh, but was it because of suspension? I just thought, you know, one game in a World Series is worth like 40 games the regular season. And, you know, by him taking a five-game suspension, you know, now a, uh, it's two and a half times longer than any uh, suspension for, for something that misconduct. And also, he loses $330,000. If he'd been uh, suspended for the World Series, he wouldn't have lost a penny. Hmm, interesting. Um, and the Dodgers here, I mean, you said World Series championship or bust. Obviously, there's going to be disappointment if they lose. But do they? I can't imagine they'll shake things up. But is, is something going to change going to the next season, or do they just bring the same team out next year and and hope they finally get it done? Well, they got a lot of great pitching prospects down below, so that are close. Uh, no, they'll stick with you know pretty much that. They'll, they'll tinker with things. They won't bring in a big free agent or anything like that. So they'll be back again. I mean, they'll be heavy favorites to win the division in uh, and even maybe return to the World Series. The Astros 10-0 and with Justin Verlander on the team in the games he's pitched. They look to make an 11-0. Bob Nightingale, USA Today, thinks that they will do it tonight. And we'll see if Houston captures their first crown. Uh, it would be a remarkable storyline. Bob, appreciate you coming on the show and uh, enjoy the game. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank All, right. All right, Bob. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.